Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. This episode is brought to you by Express. Go on. VPN. Oh, I love Express VPN. You were supposed to come in, and but that worked out in the end, didn't it? That's right. Okay. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Shooting up your butthole. The Weekly Planet. The Weekly Planet. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday. With me, as always... Is my co co-host. Here he is. Coming up. He's doing a big run-up. <laughs> Nick Mason. And now I'm doing the thing. Hello, everybody. He's doing, doing the thing. I'm yeah. doing some big gestures to the crowd. <laughs> we right. have here every oh. single week. Oh, I thought that was gonna be a crowd noise. It was a womp womp noise. Huh. Um, I got one. <laughs> there you go. Laughter. I got it. Nice. Perfect. Nice. I should I did say those. some funny things You'd to the certainly crowd. did, didn't you? Yeah, they're just colours there, aren't they? Yeah. Well, Which I, I guess represent them. you could, but I mean I like to think that these represent emotions. Certain moods. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Like the inside of someone's head in the movie Inside Out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. What's news? Aside from uh, just jogging up to the podcast, as you do every week. <laughs> I get a big run up. I announce that I'm here <laughs> via text, and then you have to set everything up. Start the podcast. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> That's and I it. slide in and a big microphone comes down from the ceiling. <laughs> uh, but look, Mason, I know you were here on Friday night very late because we did do our WandaVision recap, which is the 2 a.m. WandaVision recap. last one yeah. for the week. Uh, Collings, amazing work as always. I, agree. I got that out. Uh, so that is up now if you, if you are interested. We do have one more for the uh, for WandaVision, mm-hmm. maybe two because the secret episode. Oh my god! Uh, but which we are, are confident is just a making up, but who knows? Oh, I'm confident it's a secret episode. Terrific! Um, that's how confident I am. Yeah, right. So that's going to be uh, next week. It's going to be a 50 minute finale, and then we probably will do an episode on this show in its entirety. The, like, oh yeah, we can up, do I that. Sure, yeah, because we've been doing it week to week, and just like a, you know, when it's all come together, and be like, how did this all come together? And we can talk about it. Or we'll go, we did episodes. You can listen yeah. to those. <laughs> Both of those if things, If you yeah. want. Yeah. Uh, so this week we are going to talk about Superman and Lois, but leading up to that, we've got a bunch of things that you can jump around because there's time codes below. We've got Loki news. If you are simply interested in one piece of news. Mm, one piece. In this episode, news. it's the one thing you can see. You can jump to that and then stop listening. And never come back. That's right. That's right. Uh, Spider-Man got titled. Uh, mm. Deadpool 3 news, new G.I. Joe stuff, new Terminator stuff, new District 9 stuff, Army of the Dead The Joker is Jesus, maybe. 
uh, more <laughs> Avatar, Supergirl news, and Superman movie news, but maybe not what you think necessarily. Oh my God. And there you go. And then we'll do the rest of the show afterwards, et cetera, and so forth. Let's kick things off, though, Mason. Butter bing, here we go. It's like a, <laughs> do you want me to do another run-up? Yes, I do. I'll leave and I'll come back. <laughs> These are cut out during the edits normally. I just... <laughs> In between pieces of news. Exactly. I run out of the, the house again and come back in. we got a few uh, Disney Plus dates, one being um, The Bad Batch is on May 4th. That's kicking into gear, a mm. show that I probably won't watch and then I'll May watch it 4th, all. May 4th, very clever. Thank you. I'm happy to oblige. But, uh, <laughs> but we also found out that Loki is starting on June 11th, which means there's probably about a month gap between that and Falcon and Winter Soldier maybe. Really? That's interesting. Mm. Would you give Colin some time to lapse into a coma from all the intense <laughs> right. editing he's been doing? Mm. He can have a little break as a treat. I wouldn't mind a little break because sometimes I'm like, maybe I want to do something on a Friday night. Not that I ever do, but what if I did? You know what I mean? All you would want to do is watch WandaVision but for pleasure. Mm. I've never watched anything for pleasure in my life and I don't think I ever can ever again. Even if I stopped doing this, I'd always be like my hand would twitch to like make a note in my phone or something. You know That's what I mean? exactly right, yeah. It's ruined. Everything's ruined. But uh, what do you think of that? In a good way, though, right? No, Mason, in a bad... No, I do like it. I mean, oh, I have to watch things for work. Boo-hoo. <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. Who else <laughs> can say that besides, you know, Night Watchmen? That's true. You know. Yeah. Uh, so, uh... <laughs> oh, boo-hoo, I have to watch these guys break into this building and steal stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, life's tough. I don't get my minimum wage. <laughs> it's not good, Mason, is what I'm saying. It should be paid more. Fisher security, don't you think that's important? I agree. Yeah, I agree, too. Spider-Man hijinks this week for Spider-Man 3. Did you see how they were doing fake titles or whatever? Yeah, I made my own fake title. Well, what was yours again? Mine was, because um, it had to have home in the title. Mine was um, Spider-Man Google Home Brand Partnership, <laughs> which I think, you know. Like that Google movie? Yeah. Where those dads worked at Google or whatever? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, that was a good movie, wasn't it? <laughs> wasn't it? No. No, it wasn't. The one with um, Vince, Vince Vaughn and Wilson. No, surely it wasn't. Yeah, the good. Wedding Crashes sequel that we, that we wanted to see. Mm. A weird Google intern <laughs> movie. Uh, I can't believe they've crashed this self-driving car, they probably said. They probably did say that. But no, it ended up being called uh, No Way Home. Okay. Presumably because of all the interdimensional um, situations that are going on. But Tom Holland has reiterated again and again that he's like, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, there's no other Spider-Man in these movies. There's only one Spider-Man and it's me and I'm a boy. I'm a little little boy. That's what he said. He's 25, I know that. But when, when, this joke, when will he age out of this joke that we do? Never. Okay, good. Never. Good. Uh, speaking of. At our funerals. <laughs> when he eulogises? Yeah, we're going to. I didn't know these men, but they mocked, us, mocked me every day, every week. I'm doing this to honour them. <laughs> and then he'll do his man voice after that. <laughs> so I did send something over to you from Collider. Oh, okay. These are the concerns Tom Holland had about playing... Oh, sorry, how he played Nathan Drake ah. and how he might have fucked it up. So really? In the, uh, in, and Because uh, I feel like you do the better Tom Holland bo- well, let's voice. let's give it a whirl then. Okay. Can you, do, can you uh, recreate this? Okay, I've got this. it here. <clears throat> I think there are elements of my performance in Uncharted where I kind of fell under that spell of being, I want to look good now. I want this to be my cool moment. I had to pay the, play this very tough, very stoic guy, basically be Mark Wahlberg. My character is supposed to be a flipping action hero in this moment. Look, I haven't seen it, so I don't know if I succeeded in that, but it was an important lesson learned because at times it was less about 
Land in a mark and going through the scene and more about land a mark, stand like this and see my bulging biceps. It was a mistake and it's something I'll probably never do again. Mm, what do you think of that? Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> He's a very cool big man. It seems that way, doesn't it? Uh, I guess that would be that would be in your head the whole time that you've got to kind of play a, like this a certain way and mm. does that ruin everything else? Or maybe it's bad and he's just like, this is bad enough. <laughs> <laughs> this is my way of... Wiping my hands of it. My sooty chimney sweeping hands. Yeah. I'm wiping my hands of this. I'm wiping my hands of the mind snake, the movie where I've got a snake in me mind. <laughs> yeah, that one's not going to be good, is it? No, that's what's that called again? Dream oh, Planet. You, you, you said, what's it going to be called again? And I went, the mind snake, obviously. But no, it's not. It's called Chaos Walking. It is called Chaos Walking. I saw Walking. it out on the back of a bus. Oh, wow. Buses are coming back. Buses are back, baby. Sick. Because, we you know, we talked about buses on ads have been... The, the movie, uh, the show. You mean Hunters. ads on buses? Shut up, Mason. Everybody <laughs> you mean knows buses on ads. I don't know what I mean. Okay, and I never will. Did you know that... more ads for speed? Yeah, Se- speed sequels. I want a speed sequel. You I, do or you don't. I do. I think. Do you want to see one where it is Keanu Reeves and he's back, and it's just he spent the last twenty years. His character spent the last twenty years like solving weird terrorist riddles. Yes, just constantly. Yeah. Don't you think it would have been a cool like? Die Hard-esque franchise if he kept doing it? Yeah, just just constant riddles on transport. You know how some of the Die Hards are good, though? You know what I mean? That's like his John McClane, and Mm. he only did it one time. I think it would have been cool. I mean, they would have mostly been bad, but what if they did one good one? I think they would have tapered off very rapidly, like they did. And then do one in 2012 that was really, really bad. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. And some people aren't entirely sure that it exists. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, And then there's always plans for a sequel, but it never Never, never happens. Never eventuates, yeah, Yeah, absolutely. But still, they haven't done – well, they have done another one, but they haven't done another one with him. So I just think it would be cool. Yeah, I think so too. My favourite scene in that is where uh, they crash into a lady's pram. And it's um and it, it it's filled with cans and Sandra Bullock thinks she's flattened uh, a baby uh-huh. and he's like cans it's just cans you know that scene yeah nice good it was just cans it was it was just cans huh. that's my Keanu uh, so Kevin Feige said that nothing else but Deadpool three is currently R rated in the MCU whoa so that makes me think like Blade is mm. Blade I mean Blade's still a fair bit away yeah. Mm. Can <laughs> you can get away with a lot in terms of violence? I agree. With a with a, I guess in America the PG thirteen. Well, so they're vampires. You, you sweep a sword through them, they, they turn, turn to ash. ash. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Right. Don't worry yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, it's more the swearing, and I think people are just like, oh my flipping God. heck. Yeah, exactly. Where were they going to put the flippins? Exactly. So yeah, I'm I'm not really too fussed about this. Being R rated doesn't make a movie good necessarily. Yeah, and I think mm. uh, you know. The 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 fun part about the Deadpool movies is how he works with the tropes of action movies and superhero movies, mm. and you don't have to be R rated to do that. Something so. happens in front of him, and he's like, "That's like in an eighties movie." Comedy. Iron Man, he yeah, would say. Yeah, that's right. That's what and I'm would. in that universe now, now. He would I've, say, "I've jumped on over." I was in an X Men yeah. movie. I think he's gonna he's gonna be making a lot of uh, jokes about MCU movies. No gonna doubt. Have a great time and tropes and blue lasers and stuff. That's exactly yeah, right. Cool yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, will this t- will his time in the sun exhaust us all? Yeah, maybe. Who knows? But I'm going to see it. Yeah, I'm see them all. Yeah, that's right. And I'm excited to see what they do because they have to. They're going to acknowledge it or do something different with it. They'll have to, mm-hmm. you know. And then you've got all these characters that opens up to, you know. That's what I'm saying. Iron Man. Iron Man. Even though he's dead, yeah. he'll be back probably. Yeah. 
Okay, Mason. Deadline are reporting that uh, Lady Jane, uh, a G.I. Joe series. Do you mean Lady J? Yes. Why did I write Jane? Probably uh, autocorrect fixed it. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, G.I. Joe series coming to Amazon, produced by Eric R. Olsen, who did Carnival Row. Oh, yeah. I vaguely remember Carnival Row. I think Adrian Padalecki was... Padalecki? What's her name again? You know her. Adrienne Palicki. Yes, she was Lady Jane in one of those movies. Was she? Yes, maybe. I've seen them both, but I could not tell you which one she's in. I think she's in the... I'm going to guess she's in the first one. Uh, I think she's in the second one. Let me check. (laughs) Well, it was a 50-50 shot, It certainly was. Jojo Retaliation cast. Here we go. She might have been in both. Well, most of the cast were killed in bet- uh, at the start of the second one. Yes. The original cast were all killed and then replaced well, by Bruce were. Willis. Yeah, okay, so she definitely was in the second one. Here we go. Um, things are heating up. Now she's in the Orville, which I saw has come to Disney Star, and I'm like, yeah, I'll finish this. It's just Star Trek. There's, like, no jokes in it, which I'm okay with. It's, <laughs> it's fine, but, like, it's just odd. Uh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. What do we got here? No, she wasn't in the first one. Oh. There you go. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I'd imagine she's not in this series and it's unconnected, but maybe connected to Snake Eyes, the movie that's coming Could out. be connected to Snake Eyes, sure. So there you go. But speaking of television, uh, Matson Tomlin, uh, he co-wrote The Batman, the upcoming The Batman uh-huh. movie, and Project Power, which was an okay movie for Netflix. The one where um, Jamie Foxx has the power of a pistol shrimp. That's right. He does, doesn't he? <laughs> yep. So. Bang. Bang. Gotcha. So like, you got shrimps, he'd say. <laughs> that's his catchphrase. That's what his catchphrase was. So like most Netflix action movies, it's fine. Yeah. That one's probably a slightly better than the others. Right? Yeah, but because of star power probably. Yeah, sure. That's oh, I think it was probably I liked it less than The Old Guard, yep. more than most other things on Netflix. Fair. Anyway, he's working on an anime Terminator series, uh, I think for Netflix. I can't remember. Maybe it isn't. But the new animated series will explore this uh, universe in a way that's never been done before. Low budget. So they did do that. <laughs> but, you know, when it's, when it's doing something like this, yeah. like the Pacific Rim continues in Netflix animes maybe. Mm, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Which, so explore a universe in ways that have never been done before. I've got two options. Pirates, which I talked about before. Great. Or 19th century English dandies. Oh, well, if they were pirates, they'd sink the boat, obviously. Yes, that's right. Especially if there was like a, a, a whole crew of Terminator robots. Yeah, but think robots. about how many cannons and cannonballs are on a boat. You'd have to remove some of the cannons and cannonballs then. I think I think a boat is buoyant enough to support the weight of multiple Terminators. Yeah, I mean, they can't be that heavy. They can't be that. That guy in underpants moves one in the first movie. That's exactly right, yes. I reckon they'd weigh probably half a ton. That's a lot. Yeah. You think a man in underpants can move half a ton? Different models. <laughs> of underpants? Yes, they give you different abilities. Okay. So if you're wearing a, a no, light set of Mack Weldon underpants. That's a continuity error. Like yes, that's not yeah. supposed to be. Because what is uh, um, the, in the last one, he's like he weighs a lot, doesn't he? He talks about it. He's Unless like, you know how sometimes you hear stories about how, you know, a baby's trapped under a car and then the mother somehow gains superhuman strength to lift the car and to, save the to baby. Kill a terminator. So what I'm saying is perhaps the man who is, you know, he was he was all you know, fired up about romancing this woman and then the Terminator shows up mm. and he's just like, well, I've got intense romancing a woman's strength all of a sudden. Oh, my goodness. And now he can lift a Terminator. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, so right. that was the ending or was that the cold open? <laughs> Where do you put that in the, in the anime? Oh, um, <laughs> just just every episode is that, I think, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly a, about that man. Just a man in love. Different people every week that he's in love with? Yep. And Great. every week the Terminator is foiled by a different man. <laughs> Oh, it's a different man. Every time, yeah. Foiled by love every time. Mm-hmm, yeah. I love it. I'm into it. So, look, I like some of the Terminator movies and mm. why not have it continue in a thing that I might watch? I would also like that. Me too. 
What about English dandies, though? Yeah, I would. Oh, I should have said 18th century English dandies. I think that's a better kind of. That's a better class of dandy. Don't you think? <laughs> think so? Yeah, I think so. Okay. More, more like wigs and powdered faces. I think. Wouldn't you say? I think that's. I think you're thinking of like earlier. Going, am I going back? Am I? I think you're going back. I think that's more like of a seventeenth. I think that's more of a sixteenth century dandy. Well, then that's where I want it to be. You, you I want not, a powdered face. Yeah. Your eighteenth, nineteenth century dandy is more of a Beau Brummel. He's more of a more of a uh, yeah, right. minimalist look. No, fuck that. I want you want powdered, weird, wigs. powdered wigs and yeah, powdered sure. faces and uh-huh. big, big rosy cheeks. <laughs> that's right. That's exactly. What I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's an infiltration unit, so he's going to have to do that and wear sunglasses. You want you wanted to <laughs> you want you want your Terminator to get in there, put on the powdered wig. And the the frilly, all the frills and all the yeah, the knickerbockers, know, knickerbockers <laughs> and all the embroidery and whatever. And then he comes out of a a, a bar and mm. it goes and he puts up like a little pair of sunglasses on like a <laughs> like a stem. You know how they would be like yeah, he has to hold them up to his eyes. Yeah, and I get it. I love it. I'm into it. So yeah, different time period or exploring the universe in a different way. A lot of people said, could we do a future war thing, which could be quite cool. Oh, yeah. We'll see, won't we? Now, is this going to be – is this series, is it going to be like an anthology series or is it going to be one ongoing? Don't know. Does That's it, does all the information. Does it have anything about – is it going to be different animation houses? Because Netflix loved to do that. When they did mm, yeah. Love, Death and Robots, that was a, t- a whole bunch of different animation mm. houses, different styles, different storylines. I don't know this, but I think this is a consistent story in animation style. I'd imagine. Okay. I think yeah. it's like one thing, but I don't But oh. I don't know. Well, I hope it's a style we all hate. I agree. Mm. I hope they go back to Hanna-Barbera style. I hope they do the Rick and Morty style that everybody's doing. Yeah. Do you see that Hanna-Barbera? Uh, I think it's in the Reddit as well. Somebody did a Hanna-Barbera thing where the, which wall is it? And it's yes, the, I did okay, see that. Never yeah. mind. It's in the Reddit. People can check it out. It's good. We can find it Reddit. Shout-outs to the Reddit, everybody. We Just, see you. We, see, we know you're there. Get in there, people. Yeah. If you like Reddit. Mm. We have a peruse, don't we, every now and then? I, we do. I, I have the app. I don't have an account at Reddit, but I, I do occasionally um, click through. The app's good. Yeah. It's good because I, I, I fought against the app, but it's way better. Yeah. Neil Blomkamp tweeted this on February 26th. District 10 screenplay uh, is also being written by Chateau Copley and uh, Terrichel and I. It's coming. So cool. there you go. Uh, good. I it's agree. It's been too fucking long, and that's a good movie, and this is my speed three. So make it, please. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and good. What what else do we say? Um, Would they let him make anything else at this point? Because the last couple of his didn't do super well. He did Chappie. And he's doing a lot of Oates studio stuff. He was kicked off yeah. that Alien project, which is now the next Alien thing is a TV That's show. That's wild. Just because yeah. Chappie didn't make a lot of money? Or? Probably. I don't know that. But I think also it was Fox and mergers. Oh, and, of course there were, weren't I they? I think yeah. it might have happened before any of that. But um, yeah, Good. I mean, uh, so he was only supposed to be gone for like four years or something, wasn't he? But I guess um, you could be held up. The main guy. Yeah. yeah. No, no, the, the other guy was going back to find a cure and then come back or whatever. Oh, that's right, yes. Yeah, we should watch that again because it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. It starts as one thing, it's a, then it becomes a different thing. I love that movie. It's a good movie. Okay. I think there's a reason why people like it. It's because it's good. They made a good movie. Uh, so I guess that's coming in, let's say, two years. Okay. Minimum. Terrific. New trailers this week. We've got, we've got Zack Snyder news out the wazoo, Mason. Great. Uh, for, I didn't watch this, but you watched the new intro to Justice League because I want to experience it in the cinemas on a big tall Oh, screen. that's what it is. Yeah, I think so. It's like the epilogue. Oh, Not epilogue, okay. prologue. I just thought it was some sort of promo. I, uh, oh, okay. It's just sort of the, the various characters in sort of... Um, pin art. No, no, not pin art. It's more of a... It's like CG. Um, what's the thing when it's on, it's on a wall... And it's like made of stone. They've carved it out of stone. Art. Okay, it's art. So it's art, and it's, it's all it's all the characters carved. 
Oh, they're not they're moving? Stoned. No, they're just stationary, but the camera's moving. Camera's moving? The camera's moving and there's a Tom Waits song playing. Which song? Time. Time. You nailed it. That's <laughs> pretty much how it goes, yes. Good, 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 good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not Tom Waits at his most Tom Waitsy, uh, where he's like, <laughs> you know, that, that yeah. you know. Yeah, okay. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, think, more, it's more just him. Did Dracula do that to him? <laughs> play, Dra- that, play that character in Dracula? Is he in Dracula? Rav Stoker's Dracula? I thought you meant did. <laughs> did Dracula bite him and turn, yes, him, into turn him into that? Yeah, I'm sure he's in that movie, isn't it he? It was relatively normal. <laughs> but, I mean, that that's – I – I would 100% believe if, – if somebody asked Tom Waits how your sound has evolved and he said, I got bit by Dracula one night outside <laughs> of a rock and roll club, I'd be like, of course Probably you did, Tom, Tom Waits. Waits. Have you heard Henry Rollins' Tom Waits story? You may not have. No, I just quickly – he is he's Renfield. Yeah, he is. Oh, okay. Anyway, right. sorry, go on. No, I haven't. Please. This, well, this, is, this, is, this Tom Waits story is only sort of tangentially Tom Waits. Okay. But it's – so, you know, Henry Rollins, the rock and roll star. Yeah, big, big, big man. Uh, he tells a story about how one time he was at home, people sent him letters, and on his Saturday night, instead of like being a rock and roll guy, he's at home reading letters. And so somebody sends like a him a letter. 17th le- century English dandy. No yeah, in a way. Yeah. Uh, and he, this guy sends him a letter and he says, uh, Dear Henry, uh, I am, uh, uh, I'm, a, I'm an ambulance driver, mm-hmm. and one day I came upon uh, an ac- scene of an accident, and at the, um, at the accident there was this beautiful, naked, dead woman and I put her in the back of the ambulance because we had to take her to the morgue. And on the way to the morgue, I fall in love with this woman, and I don't know, like what what to do. You know what 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 what, what can happen? What what can I do in my what life? What is this? Right, exactly. And Henry <laughs> Rollins, exactly. He's like, what is this? And he goes back and forth in his life. He goes back and forth through his house, and he's like, I don't know, don't know what to do. Are you? Should I send him a letter that's like, you're sick, you should, you know, you should die or whatever? Or be like, you know, you it's you know these things happen to people, kind of thing. And he doesn't know. And eventually, he writes the letter back, and he's like, listen, man. I don't know what to tell you, but just maybe talk to a professional, talk to someone you trust, yeah. you know, this sort of thing. And then later, uh, uh, you know, a few days later he sees Tom Waits at a, at a, at a club and he says, Tom Waits, I, this is what happened. This is, this, this is the letter I received. What's, what should I have done? And Tom Waits is like, ah, you, ah, you, you did it all wrong. Ah, you shouldn't have. Ah, I would have said, forget her. She'll break your heart. <laughs> she did the same thing to me. So... <laughs> I don't know. Tom Waits. <laughs> oh, also, uh, Henry Rollins is 5'9". Who knew? I kind of knew. He seems very broad. Yeah, yeah, that's probably yeah. what it is. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Dracula ah! got me. I'm the undead. It's... Ah, ain't yeah. that fly for real in that movie? Yeah. And you wouldn't, I wouldn't even ask any more questions. I wouldn't be like, you sure it wasn't just a guy dressed as Dracula? I'd be like, <laughs> of course it was Dracula, Tom Waits. <laughs> he broke my heart. Ah, uh, I knew he would. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's uh, it's a it's as a teaser, it's fine. <laughs> okay, good. Well, I'm not going to watch it because I'm okay. saving it for the very tall screen it's going to be on. Do uh, we get? We've, I'm sure we've talked about this, but I forget. You know, moment to moment, sure. are we getting a cinema release here in Australia mm. for this? We are. I believe so. Okay, I don't cool. know who because. It goes through a, a new distribution platform. It might be Paramount here. I don't know. They've okay, all cool. shifted. I can't remember. I've got to call, send an email to someone and explain who I am. <laughs> that's, how, that's, that's, why, that's how we yeah. get screeners to where it is. Everybody. Right. When yeah. we explain, we in fact work for uh, 101.9, the Fox FM. I may as well. I should just say that, shouldn't yeah. I? Yeah, yeah, it would absolutely. be a fake email, like you know, whatever. Yeah. It's fine. Anyway, it would be easier. We work for Tim and Marty in the morning, so we just need some free tickets to this. <laughs> so uh, Army of the Dead got a trailer, which is his next movie. No, yeah. his next movie after Justice League. Yeah. 
Where so it's um, which I thought was going to be more of a kind of a throwback to his first movie, which was uh, Dawn of the Dead remake. But, but you were saying earlier that uh, mm. you you felt, and I noticed it when you showed it to me. Mm. It seems more slick. Yes, seems more like a, more like a slick Hollywood production, whereas the previous one was more grimy and kind of buckets of blood. It and felt more like, and it wasn't it wasn't a found footage movie, but it felt more like we're watching all this through like handy cam found footage in it though. Oh right. Yeah. Oh yeah, there was at the end, wasn't mm. there? Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh. But I, I, get, I just I didn't expect it. It seems like there's more spectacle and helicopters and huge CGI crowd scenes, yeah, which we didn't have in the last. One. I know Dave were... Batista firing a machine gun in slow mo, kind of like exactly. That's what he's up to. You're really getting into the sound effects lately. I figure if this ever goes away, you could be a sound effects guy. No, I just thought about I couldn't. So I'll practice on the show. What you could do if this all goes away, you could just be a guy who sits on your front lawn and just does sound effects for people passing by and then they move along quicker. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Mm. Some people, Sometimes people email in or they tweet at us and they're like, why do you say that word that way? And for a lot of the time it's just it's fun to say it like that. It's fun that. to say it, yeah. yeah. Also sometimes it's our accent. I get a lot of comments about it like it's not it's how you say it. And I want to be like, you're from a fucking different place, idiot, but I don't ever say that. I just <laughs> let it go. God. Just um, – doesn't matter. I'm not going to get into it. It's obviously something that I need to move past. Nope. Don't or I'll lash out at everybody who does it. I think it. you should lash out at everybody <laughs> nah. on your front lawn. Now I'm just going to get people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get people commenting. It is fun. So yeah, Army of the Dead. I think it's coming to Netflix. I believe it is. Yeah. And they took out Chris D'Elia and replaced him with um, Tig Notaro. Tig Notaro. Tig Notaro. I, I don't yeah, know that. That's so. great. Yeah, I love yeah. Tig. Me too. Oh, you know what? Do you know you love Tig, dude? I've met Tig Natal. Have you really? Yeah, she's in town stuff. for a while. Have you s- have you heard her um, Taylor Dane story? Absolutely, I have. Okay, right. <laughs> yes. Well, it's too long for me to explain. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but it's on YouTube and Netflix, I yep. think. Yeah, it's a good special. Also, we got another look at uh, the Joker from Justice League, where uh, he's uh, Jared Leto, mm-hmm, correct? Leto, yes. And he's in a in a in a in a white robe, mm-hmm. but it's a bit grimy. And he's got his joker smeared makeup, yes. and he's wearing a crown of thorns, yes. and he's standing with his with his hands splayed. What's that I word? I couldn't describe. There's no metaphor for me to describe <laughs> the pose you're currently doing, James. Arms akimbo in a cross-like formation. I don't know how would you you would explain that. Is it? Is this? I mean, like, is it is it a joke? What are we? What is this? I'm not sure that is real footage. Like, I don't, no, I don't, it's a, I don't, it's it, it is. It's I mean, it's real. a real picture, but I don't think that is going to be in any of the movies. No, I mean, that, that seems maybe like not. Ba- that seems like a fun thing they did backstage. That may even be one of the famous Zack Snyder trolls. You know, that is fun. He's doing a fun troll. So let me just to clarify in this universe, Superman is also Jesus. Yep. but I guess Joker's the Antichrist. <gasps> maybe. Yeah. Is that what's going on here? Yeah, yeah. But they don't really. They're not. But then maybe in the future, because the Joker's in the future, because yeah, Superman's, like, Superman's evil, so Joker is good yeah. Jesus. So th- those two are kind of like when, like if you're hanging out with your friend yeah. and then their fr- your friend's like, oh, here's my other friend, and then your friend has to leave. Like, oh, could you, yeah, you just hang yeah, out? For, yeah. You guys hang out. I'll be back. I hate in like, that. I'll be, hanging out, I'll, I'll be back in like half hour, and then it's just you and this guy, and you're like, oh. This guy. So that's the Joker and, and uh, Superman. Gotcha. It's like, oh, are we... So he calls you the Antichrist as well. He calls you <laughs> Jesus as well. Is that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't like it. I love it. <laughs> Fully leading into it. It's my favorite. You know what it, it reminded me of? Jesus. Obviously. Mm-hmm. But there's that photo as a promo shot of Ricky Gervais from <laughs> the microphone. <laughs> yeah. Back. I'll just yeah. describe. And it he's got atheist on his. Yeah. On his so chest, he's yeah. Uh, he's in tight leather pants or jeans, skinny jeans. Mm-hmm. He's got a microphone ac- across him like a like he's on the cross. Mm-hmm. And um, he's shirtless and it's 
It's got a thorn of crowds and it says atheist in mm. blood or red paint and it's yeah. it's fucking hilarious. It's the funniest photo on the internet, I think, and I want to recreate it. <laughs> <laughs> would would it say podcast across your chest? It would maybe? say it would say atheist, Mason, because mm. I'm doing it. For, I'm not doing it for the laughs. I'm doing it because okay. I'm edgy. Yeah, um, actually, I think it should say like and subscribe. <laughs> okay, fine. Ring ring the bell. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Uh, so Avatar Studios is a thing that's being developed and what they're doing at Avatar Studios is they're developing more stuff with the original creators of Avatar The Last Airbender. Ah. And the first thing they're kicking it off with is an animated theatrical feature. And I'm like, fuck yeah, because I very recently watched that entire series so mm. I didn't have to wait 15 to 17 years <laughs> yes. for a follow-up to this. That's right. Uh, well, There's there was a lot Legend of, of Korra, obviously. A lot, benef- lot of benefits for being a bandwagon jumper. It really is, and yeah. it's such a good series and uh, I'm glad. And Legend of Korra does jump ahead, and that's a series that I've fallen off because the second season isn't great, but I know it then gets better after that, uh, so okay, I can right. push through. But it does kind of feel like there could be more stories with those characters, and there are comics which I have been reading on and off which are quite good. But, yeah, more of this, please. Occasionally people will tweet at us and they'll say, did you record something like an Avatar thing yep. for Caravan of Garbage? We did. And then everyone said, well, I have to be like, did we? But we did. We absolutely did. Because I have seen the movie, yes. the live-action movie, but yes. I've not seen any of the, t- the series. So, so that will come which, out at some whichever point. Whichever comes first, the Netflix series or this, we'll re- or we'll just release it in an off week or whatever. I don't know. But, yeah, that <laughs> is sitting there. You hear that, Avatar The Last Airbender yeah. fans? If there's an off week, you're getting some content yeah, shot your way. way but, uh, <laughs> yeah. And we are, we are not kind. Because <laughs> it's... Nobody likes that movie, though, surely. Nobody likes that movie. It's like Dragon Ball Evolution. Nobody actually likes it. It's worse. Anyway, we'll save it for the year that that comes out. Mm. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You know what's not bloody welfare, Mason? Go on. Uh, the fact that Netflix hides thousands of shows and movies uh, from you specifically. And what? people listening to this based on your location. And then have the nerve to increase prices on you. The absolute gall. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's right. They've just raised their prices once again. And now you could just cancel your subscription and protest, couldn't you? Or we could burn the Netflix offices down. No, 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 no. There's a step before that. Oh. One step that we could take. Well, I'm begrudgingly going to listen to what you have to say. Or you could be smart about it and make sure you're getting your full money's worth by using ExpressVPN like I do, Mason. And you do also. That's right. use it also. See, you might not know what's on Netflix in your country uh, is completely different from some of the other places in the world like UK or Japan. So using ExpressVPN, we can control which country we want Netflix to think that we are in. Nice. (laughs) ExpressVPN has over 90 countries to choose from. So every time uh, we could run out of stuff to watch, we can switch over to another country to unlock new series. So for example, right now, if you're like, ah, Parks and Rec in the office, and they're, they're off Netflix. They're gone. They're gone skis. They are, and I'm mad about you it. You don't need to be mad about it, Mason, because if you're in the US where they aren't, oh. if you switch over to Australia with the tap of a button using ExpressVPN, you can change your location to Australia, like mentioned, and you can watch it. There oh, you go. I'm less mad all of a sudden. You don't have to sign up for anything or buy anything extra. It's all there. It's just mm-hmm. it's just locked. That's right. Until now, Mason. Oh. And here's the best part. It's not just for Netflix. You can use ExpressVPN to unlock shows on other streaming services too. I'm talking BBC iPlayer, uh, Prime Video, Mason. That's right. All sorts of things. Check them out, mate. You know, and other things that are only available in, in specific countries. Like Hulu's not available here. We mentioned BBC iPlayer. That's only available in the UK. Great stuff on those services. That's right, but not anymore. ExpressVPN is also super fast and works on your phone, laptop, even smart TVs, so you can watch your shows on the biggest screen that you have with zero buffering. So be smart. Stop paying full price for sp- for stop, stop it. Stop paying full <laughs> price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. Don't forget to use our link so you can get three extra months for free. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. Expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. To learn more, visit that if you could. Put down those torches and pitchforks. If you could. And pick up ExpressVPN. Slash um, the code that we did. Yeah, nice. All of those things. Nice, nice, nice. We've, we've said it the uh, required amount of times in an ad read, haven't we? And if you missed it, you can wind it back slightly. Wind it back. It's- it's linked below. You'll be fine. You'll figure it out. <laughs> we believe in you. We do. Goodbye. No, more show. We'll be here. Uh, anyway, what else we got here? Supergirl news. Um, so this is from last week and it was in my news and then sometimes I miss the news. But this is a big bit of casting because Sasha Calais, uh, who uh, she was from The Young and the Restless, so you know, relatively unknown kind of okay. soap actress, uh, she auditioned among the 425 other people for the role of Supergirl in the upcoming Flash sequel. Okay. And so she's going to be Kara Zorel in the Flash sequel. And that's definitely going to get made. Because we would, yeah, no, it's happening, I think. I think they might even be filming it, maybe. I don't know. But um, Annie Machete, who did the It, um, oh. no, not Flash sequel. It's just a Flash movie. It's a Flash isn't movie, it? yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Because it's been so long, I feel like that, that we'd be at the second one by now, wouldn't we? We really should be, shouldn't we? Yeah. <laughs> so cool. I like that this universe is expanding, and it feels like this movie is doing a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. We're gonna have competing multiverses. It seems that have way. A doesn't DC it? and an MCU multiverse. Mm, good, good, and all the TV stuff. Of course. And then one day, if uh, DC, if Warner Brothers finally gives up on DC as a whole and just sells it to Marvel, we'll, we'll take it. Give it to us first, and then they'll just they'll just mush the multiverses together. I'd love that. You think we should? You and me should get the DC multiverse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They should. Okay. Yep, yep. They'll get a multi-billion-dollar offer from Disney, or they could just give it to and us. We'll be like, nah, give it to us. Yeah. Give it. Hey, give it to hey. us. I <laughs> <laughs> hey, end it over. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I'll bring my brother with me. Just oh, a bit of muscle, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, cool. He's vegan and he lifts. <laughs> this guy. So, and off the back of that, this was huge news this week and very interesting. Uh, this was broken by Shadows and Act, but then it was kind of confirmed by other sources. But J.J. Abrams will produce, and they didn't mention direct, but I'd say it's it's very possible uh, and uh, Ta Nahisi uh, Coates, who did uh, Black Panther, Black Panther, and various other Marvel stuff, um, and non superhero stuff and as non-sup- well. Yes. His own work, yeah, he does, does his own stuff as well. Journalism yeah. and so forth, He's and good. fiction. Yeah, they're going to be working on a the next Superman movie. Yeah, Bad Robot and JJ Abrams signed this big deal. We've talked about where they're developing all these different properties, and this is seemingly one of the first ones out of the gate. The Hollywood Reporter, though, have said that this is going to be a black Superman story, and, and is uh, that confirmed? Probably, I would say probably, considering who's involved. Mm. And also Giant Freaking Robot reported that Warner Brothers have been actively pursuing Michael B. Jordan, which we did hear a few years back that Michael B. Jordan yeah. was kind of circling Although this Although we did hear also recently, but didn't Michael B. Jordan's production company acquire Static? Yes, Of the Milestone right. universe, which is a DC, you know, parallel universe of sorts. Me both. To which I said, mm. why wouldn't they get Michael B. Jordan to be Icon, who was yeah. kind of the black Superman in that universe? But maybe he'll be the black Superman. Maybe two universe. different Supermans. So here's the thing: uh, off the back of this, there's a few kind of implications for the future of uh, superhero movies, mm-hmm. specifically Superman. So this could, I guess, act as some kind of reboot or Elseworlds story because yep. the traditional. Well, there's been a few black Supermen. There's, I guess, there's like Steel, who's sort of Superman. But oh, it's, this is not a Steel movie, obviously. Okay, yes. Uh, but there's the one one of note. Was, which is probably most likely to be, is Kelvin Alice, who's a Kryptonian named Kal-El, also known as Superman. Also the president. And he's also the president. He's based off Obama as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he's from like 2009, I Something think. like that. Something yeah. like that. So, yeah. Uh, so they could also fold him into the regular DC universe, or this could just, like I said, be a clean reboot yeah. of the I mean, franchise. You, you could say you could, you could do that. You could, if we're getting, you know, parallel universes from the Flash movie, we could say, okay, he's coming from another mm. universe. Uh, you could. I don't think he had like. Does he you need just to make the, him Black Clark Kent? Yeah, does he need? To, yeah, exactly. Does he need to be the president? I think that's. I think that's a bit <laughs> that much. That is more. Well, see, that's you know more. I mean, I mean is, Captain America's also been the president. Yeah, that's more of a. But that's I mean, that's though. Both those things are more of a parallel universe version. Yeah, kind of thing. So exactly. Yeah, but yeah, there's another option for Superman, mm. um, which I don't have here. I think Will Smith was even up for it around the time of. Then when Mick G was doing one in like the early 2000s yeah. as well. There's another parallel u- universe version of Superman. Here it is. Oh, I don't have it here. It's like Valor or something like that. He's also oh, okay. a Kryptonian, yeah. Okay, fair enough. So, yeah, but what, what this means, though, the fate of the Henry Cal- Cavill version yes. is unknown. And so that's to me that's kind of a shame because 
He, I would like to see a, another Superman sequel, just a sequel, not a weird crossover or Justice mm-hmm. League or whatever, just another Man of Steel movie. I would love that. Uh-huh. And I don't know whether this is going to happen. But that that's not to say that... Valzod. Valzod. Okay. Yes. So it's it's Zod. Is he a Zod? I mean, he, yeah, he, must, be, he must be in the family in the Zod family. Mm. Let's look it up. Let's let's put some let's put some fictional facts into this podcast. Joe. Let's fictional fact it up. Oh yeah, this looks more likely. Valzod Earth Two. He's the son of General Zod and Ursa. Ah, uh, okay. Mm. Becoming the last of his house after his parents' execution by Krypton Krypton's court. Krypton. Val quickly made friends with fellow orphan Kara Zor El. Moments before Krypton's destruction, Val, Kara, Kal-El, and another child managed to escape and survive their planet's destruction thanks to Jor-El and Lara. Hmm. So there you go. Okay, cool. And he becomes a pacifist on the way to Earth. Because there was nothing to do. He's like, I yeah, love yeah. doing nothing. I'm going to do this. That's right. Uh, falling on Earth, he was found by Terry Sloan. That's the original Mr. Terrific, mm-hmm. who offered him asylum to protect him from the outside world, becoming a recluse. Uh, yeah. Great. There you go. Okay. Yeah, that seems more likely, I think, than President Superman. But then again, what do I know? Yeah, right. Uh, but, yeah, like I said, there's no reason why Henry Cavill can't still be Superman. I, guess. Yeah. I mean, if they want him, maybe yeah. they don't. But they'll just have to change his name to Worse Superman. Worse Superman. Yeah, That's like, right. <laughs> oh, no, there are parademons attacking, but it's all right. Here comes mm. Superman and Worse Superman. I do feel- And one comes in, you know, in a <laughs> triumphant. Yes. And, and Henry Cavill pulls up the rear like, oh, <laughs> wish I wasn't Worse Superman. Do you, though, feel like despite this Snyder Cut coming out that Warner Brothers are trying to kind of bury and move on from that universe? Yep. Mm. Even though we are getting this this version, because uh-huh. you know we've heard from Snyder multiple times that this is really it for me. There's no more sequels and blah blah blah, which obviously could change. But I do feel that they are trying to move away from that. Yeah, well, yeah. well not even. You know what? They're not, I don't think they're even trying to move away. They're just trying to find something that works. Yeah, something absolutely. that works consistently. Yes, which I would say, just make out a, make a bunch of movies. Yeah, make a bunch of movies. Which I, look, and the thing is, I know there's obviously been as there always is in these kinds of situations that. You know, there's uproar and Superman can't be black and whatever. But also, like, we had a Joker movie that most people loved where he was, like, just a dirty man (laughs) in a subway with a handgun. Like, so there is this multiverse or whatever. So, yeah, there can be this and there can be Joker or whatever. And, you know, just just more stuff is good, I think. I think so too. That's different. Yeah. So good and good. That, though, of course, Mason, leads us into Superman and Lois, which premiered on the CW, mm-hmm. uh, which is a network of interconnected televisual episodic adventures. It stands for Channel Woo. <laughs> That's right. Uh, it's, and, and their slogan is, we put the woo in television. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. <laughs> okay, um, uh, where are you with the CW? And people are like, tele-woo-vision? No. no just That's not what we said. Not what we said. So w- where are you on CW stuff? I will drop in and out. Can we turn the aircon down? No, Mason. Oh, come on. Let's turn it up. Um, I will – I watch intermittently, like when there is a new series, I'll like watch it. Like an intermittent fasting? Exactly. Uh, mm. So never after 8 o'clock. <laughs> and um, and if there is a – like if there's a crossover storyline, I'll watch that. So I'll watch The Crisis on Infinite Earths. I'll watch A Crisis on Earth X. Yep. Uh, if there's a musical episode, I'll probably watch the musical episode. <laughs> or if it's like <laughs> The Flash is going to be on Supergirl, I'm like, I'll watch that. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm not I'm not overly committed to. You were some Black Lightning in for a time. Yeah. You were some Supergirling for a time. If somebody's like, can you be my podcast that is, that's about primates in popular culture mm. and do you want to watch this episode of The Flash where they go to Gorilla City, then sure, I'll watch that episode. Sure, absolutely. As we all will. As we all will. And I mean, have. who hasn't had the experience of somebody being like, hey, can you be on my podcast about primates in popular culture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you watch this episode of The Flash that has Gorilla City in it? 
It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's a, a universal experience. <laughs> it really is, isn't it? Uh, I'm just not watching anything. Yeah, I understand. But. Go on. I don't not like it. It's just too much and I've given up. This, though, for me, um, is kind of a. I did watch this. Yeah. And it's a cut. Because that's a, the yeah, point of this episode. It's a cut above, um, for me, the standard CW stuff. Not not That's not to say that they're. Isn't really good stuff because I've seen a lot of really good stuff from it that universe. It looks different though. It does look it's a, different. It's a, I think it's a lighting thing. There's yeah, a light. there's a warm glow to yeah. it. Not to say that it isn't you know completely bulletproof, a la super uh, Superman. Yeah, but it's it's there. There is some wonky good. stuff a little bit. Yeah, but. definitely. But there's some flying in space stuff that's yeah, you know, yeah, whatever. But in general, very good looking show. And also, I looked into the origin of this like. Was it this this Superman? He was a different man, and he had a different cape and whatever. So here's what's going on. Okay, it's gone. Uh, so this is sort of a Supergirl spinoff because as a result of the merging of Earth 38 with Earth One and Earth TUD Five, the timeline was slightly changed, resulting in Lois and Clark having two sons instead of one. That's right. Something about merging of stuff, mm-hmm. smashing worlds together, like this. Yeah. First thing I was really impressed with. Go on. Um, first of all, that opening sequence is great. Which is on YouTube. If you don't yes. have whatever service you get the CW on, I'm assuming in America the CW, mm. uh, you can watch the first five minutes on just on YouTube. They've released that. Yep. And it sort of it, it sort of crams the origin of Superman mm. and his kind of meeting of Lois Lane and their romance and them, you know, their their you know, their their combined sort of superheroic career yes. and them having kids into like five minutes. And it shows him. It's like the start of Up. It's a fucking roller coaster. It really man. is. I yeah. loved it. And it shows Superman, uh, you know, growing up in Smallville, and then going to uh, Metropolis, and you see him in his first costume, which is like the the oh, Fleischer animation, got the green car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that Superman, yeah. that look where he's got the the kind of he's got the trunks, yep. and he's got the S with the red S with the black in it. So he looks the, like the, the yellow around like the, the, the yeah the original cartoon version, and then he slowly. As he becomes, you know, my mum made it for me. Or yeah, whatever. that's right. It's that a lot of good. fun, and then yeah. he evolves into a suit that is uh, a new. It's it's very much Man of Steel, Snyderverse mm. inspired, but it's not that. I like it. Yeah, it a looks lot. good. Yeah, no trunks, belt. I know you're more of a fan of that, though, aren't you? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think it works. It totally works. Yeah, there is a lot of classic imagery, and then it, yeah, and then it, but there's also. It updates a lot of stuff. And one of the first visuals that I was really impressed with is when you see these pod lands on Earth and it opens and it's like a weird gooey door and he's sitting in a weird pile <laughs> sure. of goo. I'm like, that's some good looking TV goo. You yeah. don't see goo like that on TV very often. That's true, yeah. They sit that baby in real goo because it sure as fucking hell looks like it, mate. I'll tell you that much. But yeah, just really strong start. Do you know, you may have to look it up or not look it up. Okay, here is, we go. This is your whim. Because I know it. Do you know if this is actually set in the same universe as Supergirl? Because I can't, when at the end of Crisis mm. on Infinite Earths, yeah. various Earths combined as, yes. as they are want to do in a Crisis on Infinite Earths, and I think and some people went in some directions and some people oh, went okay. in other directions, and I don't know if this is still set in the Supergirl universe. Dunno. I think maybe it isn't. Okay, that would make sense, I guess. Because, because and the, the only say the only reason I say that is the, the only clue in that opening sequence is that you don't see him in the, the suit that he wears in yes. in the Supergirl show. But like he, he doesn't. Have but the, he has the memories of that, I guess. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't matter because I, <laughs> I watched the special afterwards, which was like. Yeah. Look, the CW is amazing. We've internet connected all these worlds, but this this is a new reboot. You don't yeah. need any of it. Yeah, so, yeah. but you know, she could show up. I think Oliver Queen shows up. There was a promo for like ah. it's like the back of a dude's head, and okay. I think it might be Oliver Queen. He dead though. Yeah, but maybe it's the Spectre, and or a different universe, and yeah, that's whatever. True. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. But um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so in this version, he's in his early 40s and he's married, and I guess the crux of the series is that he's a dad. On the way over here, I had a I had, I, here's a thing, a thought that I had. Mm. Canonically, how old is Superman? Generally? I reckon 35. Yeah, about that, I would say. Yeah, but he's got big dad vibes. Yeah, totally. If it, I think this is a little bit older. Yeah. Yeah, um, because his kids are a little bit older as well. Yeah. Yeah. But though he's Tyler Herklin, he's yes. 33. Okay. And Lois is 40. But they're also in this, they're like, he doesn't age. So, like, yeah, he for would, sure. you know, that, that makes sense that he would, they would cast somebody younger. Um, but I think they really, they nailed, I mean, I don't think he looks traditionally like you would expect a Superman to look. He's got a strong jaw, but it's yeah. not a Superman strong yeah, jaw. He's, like, he's it's not, not a Christopher Reeve kind yeah. of, he's, I was going to say odd. He's not odd looking, but he's not. <laughs> He's you're not the he's only not person. You, he's not what that. you think, but I. But none of that. What my point is that he plays it so well, it doesn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. Like sure, even though he's really ugly, is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't think that at all. But yeah, do you know what I mean? Like it's not something that you'd think that they would necessarily go for. And I think he, but he embodies it really well. And I understand. I think also that's also he's not a credit that tall. to the writing. No, he's not that tall. <laughs> but that's also a credit to the writing and and, and all the those camera things. angles and the camera angles and the different. Mm-hmm. The way they film his jaw yeah. and all of those things. The way things. He, they film him lifting a truck. That's right. Yeah. That was a good-looking scene as well. I agree. So, yeah, he's so got two teenage kids uh, kids with Lois called Jonathan and Jordan, and I thought one of the interesting inclusions was that one of them has a uh, social anxiety disorder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we're spoiling this, right? Um Yes. Yes. Look, I would look at this point. Uh, if you can get, if you can watch it, if, if you've got, if you've got the Use CD, that VPN. You got the C, if you've got the CW channel, you got you got the CW app or something yep. like that. Just just give it a watch. I think it's definitely worth a watch. Yeah, I mean, it could get worse, but this one is. We'll pretty see. Strong. That's the thing. Exactly. Like yeah. this one looks great, and I, you know, I want it. To me, it looks it looks the best of all the CW pilots I have seen. Yes, agreed. But who know? Who's to say whether it won't? It's very warm. Yeah. Who's to say the budget won't run out by episode two? But you know, if they keep up this standard, I'm like, this is looking good, and it and it feel feels good, feels very feels su- good, feels very Superman-y. Yeah, which you don't, you wouldn't think you'd have to say in a TV series about Superman. No, I think so, because right? you know it's hard to do a lot of this yeah, stuff. Yeah. But know? anyway, spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. So, um, yeah, his son has a social anxiety disorder, which I think is for this kind of thing, it's handled reasonably well because yeah. often these things are not handled very well at all mm-hmm. and there's that contrast between one's the really sporty you know kind of jock son and the other one's yeah you know, one's a sporty spice yes and one's a um just a real wet mop wet mop spice <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah 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 and and there's obviously concerns that they're going to develop powers and whatever but and mm-hmm. they don't know that he's superman and yeah these things kind and of my unfold. initial Assumption about this series was because in the comic books mm. we have uh, for a number of years we had the Super Sons. So yes. we had Superman and Lois had Jonathan Kent, yep. who was the, was the new Superboy, and uh, Bruce Wayne had Damian Wayne, who was Robin. Yes, and they would team up for adventures. And and so you know one of them obviously has superpowers, and one of them is like more you know has a keen analytical mind, and he's also a murderer. Yes, yes. And and I was under the assumption that they're like, well, we, since we don't have the rights to Batman for this yeah. series. That's what this would be. We'd have one okay. cool jock kid who's like the Superboy, and one who maybe has, you know, more of a maybe he's, maybe he's got, a computer. Yeah, maybe he's got super computer skills. Yeah, but it turns out in this twist, laser eyes, the, and... the wet mop guy, <laughs> he has the powers thus far to this point. To this point. I think that is more interesting. Mm. I think they probably will both develop yeah. eventually, could yeah, be yeah. years down the line. But I hope they get half the powers each. Yeah, like just one half of their body. Yeah, yeah, one cool. laser eye, one laser eye each. Oh, that'd be sick. Yeah, but I, I thought it was interesting that, like he mentions offhand, that like I got I got them tested at the Fortress of Solitude, and it seems very unlikely that this is going to be the case. But of course, 
as often is with superhero stories, they only manifest when you kind of when you need them. Yeah, you know what I mean, which is what ends up happening in this. But I, I found that scene really good where he has to tell them essentially who he is because they find the spaceship. Yeah, and because they have to go back to. Oh yeah, sorry, I've, I've, yeah, I've missed some stuff here. <laughs> well, obviously, you know, in in the opening montage, we get the death of Superman's father. Yes, because that often happens in this. I would have preferred a, a universe in which both the parents live. That's my kind of. Favorite kind of my favorite kind of Superman uh, family unit is yeah. Superman and Lois and Ma and Pa Kent are still alive mm. because I like the idea of like well he's got all these superpowers but sometimes he doesn't yeah. know what to do so he can go and visit Ma and Pa Kent See, in Smallville. That's what I think I like about this though because he's a bit further on, along in life he doesn't have that. To well, I guess that on. makes sense. Ah, and it's like a parent who's yeah. like he's on I, his, I'm supposed yeah. to know what I'm doing but I don't know what I'm exactly. doing. Exactly, it's yeah. like he's on his own essentially, and you know yeah. he's again like they're a little bit older than yeah. what he normally. So would in be. the opening montage. Uh, you know, Park Kent dies, mm. and in this, at the sort of the midpoint of this series, when yeah. he's when Superman's dealing with you know various uh, disasters and mm. a mysterious villain and etc., and he's they're they're both dealing with the fact that he's not around and mm. how to, how can you be a parent you know if you're off being Superman? Then Mark Kent also dies, so they have to, the family has to go back to Smallville yep. for the funeral, and then uh, they they uncover some secrets, secret stuff. What is it? What's Super, the secrets? Well, there's Superman secret. Yep, and then there's also real estate there's secrets. Mortgage secrets. Yeah. <laughs> Mortgage say, but I mean, isn't that classic Superman a real estate deal? Yeah, it really gone is, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there seems to be some kind of big company that's buying up all the land. For Galaxy Morgan Edges Company, right. yeah, doing all sorts of bad stuff potentially. Probably at this point, mm. probably li- linked uh, linked to Lex Luthor or something. Maybe there might be separate things going on. Separate. I think they're separate. Things, yeah, they're probably yeah. separate things. But so yeah, I, I think um, it was. So yeah, when they find out, you know, that they're they suspect something is up and they go and confront him. I, I thought that was a really good scene and. The one bit that I loved, but I there was no explanation where this kid was like, "I've seen Superman. You're not Superman." Yeah. Mm-hmm. But and then I'm like, "Yeah, g- explain this," and they don't. Right. So I don't know. I guess he's been playing Injustice too, the video game. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I love that in- inclusion. I thought it might be corny initially, but uh, Clark goes to see Jordan, the younger yeah. wet mop of a kid, uh, in his bedroom. Is like, you know, hey, and and the kid is playing. I guess it's meant to be like a different thing, but it's in, yeah. it's it's Injustice Two in the game, and it's he's he's using Raiden to beat up Superman. Yeah. And he's like, no, nah, Superman sucks. Do you think foreshadowing maybe for some kind of battle? Nope. Yeah, cool. Um, but oh no, I th- I think it's I I suspect, and you know, it's the the real reason is comic books and superhero stuff. Sure, yeah. But, I sus- but in the universe, I would imagine he's got a. It's a it's a it's a field. It's a haze. It's a haze. It's a sort of a you know, and he can't see through that wet mop. Hair, yeah, 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 yeah. That he's got going on there. Yeah, I um, I, th- I thought it was also interesting that the way they framed Smallville, which is kind of a reflection of a lot of things that are going on in the world right now, where like small towns are dying. Yeah, it's not a quaint, it's not a quaint town where everything's. I mean, it is kind. It's a quaint town where everything slows down, and it's a little bit sure. quieter there. But it's also because the town is dying, and yeah. people are cooking meth, and, and you know, people and, are leaving, and, and and selling up, and moving to the city, up, yeah. and which yeah. is you know, it's it's not uncommon, and you'd often see you know people frame entire political campaigns about you know bringing this this version of America in this case, you know, back. Yeah. And I thought that was just a really interesting take on Smallville. And I'm sure we've seen it before in other things. I didn't watch all of Smallville, so maybe it was the crux of that entire series. <laughs> maybe, yeah. But no, I thought that was a really yeah, interesting it's just, perspective. It's just Clark being the the uh, Smallville blur and running around blowing up <laughs> meth labs. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But, you know, even there is that like, and you, you do see this as well, there's that, you know, resentment that he moved out and then moved on. 
Yeah, you because know, we see because we you didn't bring any of his yeah, skills back. We we see um, Lana Lang. Yes, and her husband's a firefighter, and mm. he's like, "Well, I contribute to the town." And yeah. what, what do you do? You left. Yeah, so he's like, "I actually contribute more than you because I'm Superman. I'm Superman. <laughs> I will laser you. I will laser you. I will laser 100 buildings in this town, and you can see how many of them you can put out. Yeah, absolutely. With your firefighting skills, I could put them all out because I'm Superman. I thought uh, there was little moments between Superman and Lois, which also I think this there is a definite concern that this is going to be Lois Light. I don't know if you saw this this week, no, but um, there was a this is actually from years you think ago. She's going to be in a coma for most of the series. No, not necessarily. But there was a writer who worked on this called uh, Nadria Tuck who said, "Wait, this is a while back." But Wednesday, I got word that my contract on Superman and Lois might be extended. My services are no longer needed. My outline in draft uh, subpar. Well, obviously, I disagree with that last bit, uh, but. She wrote that um, after months of me flagging Me Too jokes in dialogue and defending the Bechdel test of me fighting to ensure only black, uh, the only black faces on screen aren't villains and me pitching stories with female characters, there's one in the title of the series. Uh, these went unno- ignored and many writers came up to me with similar concerns. Oh, I see. So I do, like, I hate to put a damper on this show that I <laughs> genuinely like. But it might get immediately worse. Yeah, well, that's what so. I'm saying. But also, or it, it could, we, I don't know. Yeah. Like, maybe these are things that have been addressed will. She's saying that, you know, she didn't go back to it, but still she did contribute a lot of ideas. Um, But these are things I think that, especially if you're going to call it Superman and Lois and it's family orientated and all those kinds of things. I don't mean families can watch it, though that is the case, but it is built around a family unit. Yes. And both of them are pivotal. And I think you can do really interesting stuff with Lois Lane. Yeah. Not Mm -hmm. just like... Well, you got to be a father as well, you know. Like, mm. there's things that you I'm could do. I'm here to nag that, you. Yeah, I'm here to nag you, exactly. But what I was going to say, there's like little moments where, you know, she gets something out of a vending machine and you just tilt it with one hand. And, mm-hmm. like, you know, just little things like that, which I which I liked. But I do worry that this is just going to be a Superman show. Um, mm. And then they'll just call it Superman, I guess. I but uh, this. Superman, su- no girls allowed. No, yeah. But this to me felt very authentic. Yep. And. It, I don't know. It just there's something about seeing a version of Superman like this, but also yeah. it's not like we've have seen before, which I liked about it. too. it moves the world forward, yeah, which I also enjoyed. Again, this could all fall off a cliff, yeah. But yeah, yeah. sort of like the Snyderverse in which we get a Batman who has been doing crime, fighting, not doing crime. I mean, he's probably been doing, <laughs> he's been doing, a, lot doing a lot of crime, but he's been fighting crime in air quotes for twenty years. He's been killing crime. <laughs> he's been killing so much. He's been killing it for twenty years. This is the same. It's Superman, and he's been doing this for twenty years. Yeah. And maybe and and what's his? He life knows what like to now? do with a nuclear reactor. Exactly. He lasers yeah. it. He lasers it. Yeah. yeah. And oh, speaking the, of, mm. I mean, his he, the antagonist we've got so far. Yes. is it's Master Chief. Yeah, I know, right? It's uh, It's the Doom suit, right? It's the Doom suit. Yeah. Well, I think so. He so the 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 action plot of this episode is that uh, there are a lot of reactor nuclear reactors being sort of ruptured around America, and Superman and uh, General Lane, um, Lois Lane's father, Mm -hmm. discover that what has been happening is that there is somebody doing it at some sort of super fast speed or super they're super invisible or something, and they're leaving messages in Kryptonian for Superman, and it says, "Don't watch." I hate you. Yeah, I hate you, (laughs) Kal-El, Whatever. And Superman has to track this person down, and eventually discovers that it's someone who knows about his history Mm -hmm. and knows where he's come from and knows his weaknesses and is in a big Master Chief-style suit, but it also can fly. And he's also, he mentions that I'm also from a dying planet and I'm the last of my kind, et cetera. But, yeah. And maybe he, oh, anyway, it's, it's, less, it's Lex Luthor. But, it's, uh, well, it's a Luthor. It's a Luthor. It's Captain Luthor. Oh, okay. Yeah, nobody says Lex, so Fair it might point. be 
Could be a parallel universe. Well, that's what I was going to say. Well. Maybe he's a parallel universe or something to that effect. Yeah. But um, but it seems like he's going out of his way to come across as alien. Also, speaking, he's black, right? I maybe he takes the helmet off. Potentially, I think he is. Yeah. Oh, so I don't. I don't know. Uh-huh. But yeah, that's what I think. Mm. But I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, yeah. It's it's Wally Parks. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah you just see the back of his head. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so he he wants to destroy Superman for uh, for reasons we we are yet to know. Yet they have a limited supply of kryptonite. Yeah, used his last bit. Yeah, he could have stabbed it into his neck. Probably would have been better. Probably would have worked better. Yeah, yeah, but he's got a super suit, and it's yeah. pretty good. Well, I was, that's what I was going to say. I, if it were in the traditional colors of you'd Luthor pick up super away. suits of, of purple and green, you'd be like, oh, that's obviously going to be Lex Luthor. Yeah. but they had they made it a nice shade of gray. So yeah, absolutely. We, and interestingly, that he's hiding out. Maybe in the North Pole, somewhere like somewhere that, yeah. up that, or just mm. in the snow, isn't he? Yeah, I think he's from a parallel universe or a parallel timeline. Maybe where Superman killed everybody, so I was like, I'm gonna kill Superman. Yeah, or maybe it is an injustice yeah. uh, uh, nod perhaps. situation. Yeah, uh, but yeah, like I like you mentioned, I don't have much else to say, but like you mentioned, I think it's definitely. I'm gonna stick with this for at least a few. Same, um, and hope that it's good. <laughs> Me too. That would be good. Yeah, cool. It's not. It's just nice to see. Yeah. Good Superman. I was going to say, speaking of like effects and stuff like that, the one thing that I did notice there, even there, there is a there's a moment where he is fighting Luthor, yep. and he gets thrown into Chinatown. Oh yeah, yep. and there's a moment where he like he crashes into uh, the side of a building, and it looks or like a like a alcove, and it looks yep. quite good. And then he immediately takes off, and I'm like, that shot was bad. So there was a good there was a good effect, good part, and a bad effect, yeah. look sort of immediately yeah. afterwards. So I would say also the Lex Luthor, he's fighting the guy who's nuclear reactor subplot uh-huh. was probably it was not my least interesting part of the series but it was the part that I'm like I could take or leave this not to say that like it wouldn't be I want to see him doing Superman stuff uh-huh. but to me that's not what made this good yeah you know yeah. anyway that's just me should we move on to the next segment let's move on to the segment that we call but do you remember what it's called it's called whoa 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 let whoa, me, let whoa, me get whoa, to it whoa whoa whoa, whoa, whoa James whoa. steady on it's get that run up get that run up oh, yeah I'll be back in a minute you can edit out the run-up. Sure. Here I come, James. Here what are we reading? <laughs> what are we going to read? Clicked it, but it didn't open. Now oh it's opening. I'm doing the thing. Westworld. That's good work. Good Thank work, you. James. Is I'm it impl- good work? No, it's bad work. But I'm <laughs> thinking you. a little bit of reverse psychology. If I, if I applaud you for the use of you saying the word Westworld mm. in while we play that theme... Eventually, you'll stop doing it. Is this reverse you'll be psychology? Because like, you'll be like, "Why does he like it?" Because it's, you... th- it's objectively bad. The thing that but I'm this doing. is reverse psychology as well. So you do want me to? Do I'll it. never tell. <laughs> what are you reading? Well, what are you gonna read? We Westworld, Australia, and I assume many other nations around the world. Oh, got the star. tennis. Oh, sorry, what? The tennis. <laughs> How dare you? We all got Star as part of Disney we Plus. Did. We have Disney Plus. There was a launch party on Tuesday. What? I didn't go. I wasn't invited. Uh, didn't you get the email? Oh, maybe I did. I don't know. Um, um, so there's a whole bunch of stuff like from there, from Disney's acquisition of Fox. There's a bunch of stuff on there. There's some stuff that was on Hulu. Yeah. Uh, Solar Opposites, which I quite enjoy. Oh, yeah. Did you watch that yet? No, but what I did watch is Stumptown, which is a. What's that? So it's a. It's from 2019, and it is. Uh, it's a series based on a comic book from Greg Rucker, who also wrote The Old Guard. Oh, okay. And it's got Kobe Smulders, so Maria Hill. And uh, yeah. from uh, Robin from How I Met Your Mother, and she's like an unlicensed uh, private detective, oh, okay. like uh, army veteran, and she she solves cases in Portland, oh, it's got Oregon. Jake Johnson, yeah, Jake Johnson is in it. It's good. Michael Ealy. Yeah, this is good. 
It's good. It's a good show. So it's kind of, you know, it's... Uh, Did it's, Stumptown get cancelled? Yes. It, no, it got renewed. Oh, renewed. And then it got unrenewed because of COVID. Oh, so it might, I think I think the producers are shopping it around to see if they can get another TV station 18 to, episodes. Oh, That's yeah. something I can get into. It's good. Great. It's good solid stuff. Action's pretty good. Great opening sequence. Mm. Um, it's good. Cool. Well, I uh, speaking of Disney. Yes, go on. They, they need to, there's some more stuff that needs to go that's clearly going to roll out there because it's not everything. It, no. Star is limited. And it, and it depends on also what country you're in. Yes. You know, due to various licensing agreements, maybe if something in your country is on Netflix, it mm. won't go to Star until that contract is stuff fine. there though. Yeah. I'm hoping that new episodes of Solar Opposite go there. Uh, every week because that's coming up March. Ah, I see. Um, so I saw Raya or Raya and the Last Dragon today. What do you think? Uh, I think it's under embargo. But it what was, did your son think? Uh, well, I don't want to get have him to go to jail, but this is exactly what he said. <laughs> His YouTube channel will get suspended. No, he likes it. Um, I, I think it's Tuesday. Uh, Dave Lee, he's doing a review of it if people are interested. I didn't think it was as good as Moana, which okay. I love, mm-hmm. but it was still pretty. What's it about? This okay? So there's like a, there's a, there's dragons. Go on. And there's um, and the dragons bring peace to the kingdom, but then there's bad, goobly monsters. So they build a gem. Always googling stuff. They're googling stuff. You're like, can we just get this battle on quickly? And they're like, I just need to Google something. <laughs> so, so there's uh, they they make a gem, and then the but then all the dragons disappear, but the gem is. Pre- um, got magic that stops the bad guys from coming back, but then the kingdoms are divided. Ah. Then the gem, there's something happens with the gem, and then they have to reunite the kingdoms. Okay, there's dragons and gems. And now, James, did you just use this opportunity in the cinema to have a little nap? Because it sounds kind of <laughs> like you did. Uh, there's gems in a divided nation, and it was kind of complicated. It kind of actually, it reminded me a bit of Avatar: The Last Airbender. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a bit of that to it, but um. No, it's it's. Uh, look, I, look. To be honest, I just saw it. I haven't really thought about it, but okay. I finished, and my son liked, and I was like, "Yeah, I didn't mind it." Good and for kids, then. So yeah, but um, that could change. Okay. But but what I actually watched, yes, I watched Boss Level, which is Joe Carnahan's next movie. Oh, it's Frank Grillo, Naomi Watts, and Melvin Gibson. Oh yes. And so it's basically it's Groundhog Day, except it's a guy who keeps being killed by assassins because he's caught in a loop. Is that the movies? It's out at the movies. You can see it at the movie machine. Huh. The, the um, you know, the the, the 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 box. It's up the top and it shines the light onto the the curtain. Comes back. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They hit the lights. Oh, movie magic! Sound kicks in. Okay, that sounds really and, good. Yeah. 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 So, uh, the fun in this is the way that he's killing and being killed and kills people. Okay. And it's you know because there's Groundhog Day rules that he can train up and he knows what's going to happen sometimes and if he deviates mm. then he'll often be horribly murdered and okay and whatever. It's uh, so Joe Carnahan did the Grey um, and other things, yeah. but um it's pretty it's pretty decent and it's okay. got a it's got a minigun minute. Very good. Okay, I should get so, into uh, this. There you go. I'll go to the Magic of Cinema. If you could, yeah, yeah yeah it's showing one session a day in some places. Okay, terrific. So there you go. Wow. I also watched. Um, at some people's recommendation, I watched Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. What's that which is like? Which the most recent uh, Isn't that the wrap-up of all the other? In a way, Isn't yeah. there Man of Tomorrow? Isn't that the most de- recent? That's the new reboot. Oh, one? maybe. Yeah, anyway, uh, go on. This is this is sort of ba- – this is a new storyline. This is, But it's it's from the animated universe that is based on the new 52 comics line. Oh. Uh, it's pretty rude. Oh. I mean, it's, you know, it's it's pretty solid. It's – um. It's one of it's one of those ones where you know after a after a disastrous uh, attack on apocalypse because they thought uh, Darkseid was going to invade the world has basically been destroyed but that's up to a ragtag team of everybody they're going to get all the team together the Justice gonna... League yeah so they've got Superman 
Yeah, but he doesn't have any powers. Why not? Because he got he got kryptonited. What a dickhead. I know, right? Does he get his powers back? I don't want to spoil it. Is there a moment where he puts his suit on and he goes out and he's like, I'm back to trick the bad guys? And they're like, is he powered? Is no, he powered there isn't, there isn't oh, that. Well, then I'm not, not watching it. That. Okay, yeah. Um, cool. Anyway, okay. So it's pretty, uh, is it's, it good? It's all right. I want to watch Man of Tomorrow. I it's pretty edgy Netflix, in the so. sense that there's a lot of blood and swearing. I don't know if I would like that yeah. then because I like things neat and cool and nice. <laughs> it's... Let's do some letters, Mason. Oh, let's do that. I'll You're play, need I'll the, play letters. the letters then. You're going to need the letters. That okay, letters I've got thing. it prepared and ready. Here we go. That's good to hear. The classic one was the letters, oh letters, we love you. Some letters, they're only a take away. We're going to hear right now. We're going to do letters. If you do want to reach the show, you can actually do that by hashtag weeklyplanetpod on twitter.com or shoot a Gmail via Yahoo email. Ratatatat. at uh, weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. That's right. Where some people send through letters and tweets, but some people send through a voice a memo. Oh, yes, a voice a memos. They're already out of your pocket, Mason. That's right, mate. You absolute buffoon. So <laughs> as we do every week, yes. uh, we're going to play two. One oh. is screened and one is unscreened. That's right. So where is this going to go? With Nobody an knows. Nobody knows. Except for the first one, which we do know. We do know. It requires some uh, some adjustments, doesn't it, Mason, to our situation? By that, I mean I have to turn a machine around so you can plug it in. And also emotionally. That's right. That's I, don't, I don't like the idea of other voices in this <laughs> podcast. Me too. This is from Rumbled Crumbled. Subject line, wrestling matches for Caravan of Garbage. Thank you guys so much for listening to this voice recording. I am a huge professional wrestling fan. And I know you guys have said you're not really into wrestling. And only if you had a form of entertainment where you can review things you're not really into. Oh, wait, you do. It's called Caravan of Garbage. That's true. So with Peacemaker coming up, starring famed professional wrestler John Cena, I, for one, think it would be hilarious if you guys went back, watched some old John Cena matches and reviewed them for Caravan of Garbage. I think it would be so funny to listen to two non-fans review professional wrestling. I mean, I'd be the only one who thinks it's funny because, quite frankly, Professional wrestling fans are the worst fans in the entire world. I don't care if you're a Star Wars fan, comic book fan, DC, Marvel, wrestling fans are the absolute scum of the earth. But I think it'd be (laughs) hilarious anyway. Grab that gem, guys. Keep on grabbing them. Take six and shove them in your pocket. Take them home with you. Bye-bye. But no, that was great. I enjoyed that. We should we should get onto that. So, I, want, yeah. I wonder if there's a definitive because you know there's obviously with with mm. uh, wrestling you know there's there's WrestleMania and there's like you know there's there's like the big you know there's like the Super Bowl of wrestling or like is there wrestling Super Bowl wrestling Super Bowl? Do you think there's like iconic matches? Wonder, of course there are. People, people should shoot us through our or recommendations. Bad ones. Or, oh, does it matter at this because like we'd have no context. We don't know what's good or bad. Well, that's true. We could be. Tricked. I don't know. I've yeah. never really watched a full wrestling match. I've got no idea. Yeah. I also feel like, do I want the wrath of this apparently horrible community? Yeah. We already have enough wrath of different horrible <laughs> communities true, coming we do. down us. Yeah. It is intriguing. And do though. we also? I, I. What I would like is I would like one that has the you know a, a good wrestling match, obviously. But you know how there's like the the side dramas. You know, yeah, there's, always, exactly. there's always somebody filling up yeah. somebody else's car with I want that cement stuff. or yeah, whatever. I completely agree. Also, every, I, what I want is one with a car being filled with cement yes. and also somebody stealing somebody else's manager. Oh, my goodness. That's what we want. That's, or wife sometimes. Or wife, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My goodness. So what's, let's, let us know your iconic wrestling moments or iconic wrestling matches and maybe we will do that. Maybe we will. Or we won't, will well, we? Maybe we'll find a John Cena um, movie to watch. <laughs> we'll do Perhaps that. We'll do that, yeah. Exactly. 
That's from Reggie, by the way. Thank you, Reggie. The rumble, right. rumble. It was just, it was just the file, and there was no other yeah, like yeah. Um, in the in the Gmail. Oh, yeah, I won't nice. read out the full thing. We've got another one here. This one is unscreened. Right, let's give it a listen. Could be anything. Could, this is a risk, but we're willing to here take that risk. It's from Andrew. Other podcasts wouldn't take that risk. No. That podcast suggestible wouldn't take that risk. They wouldn't dare. Bunch of fucking cowards over there, mate. No wonder it's less successful. All right, let's go. Hey, James and Meso. Um, I was just wondering, Wait. whenever I watch Wait. Guardians of the Galaxy, it makes me think of Flash Gordon. Are there any um, other films that you watch that make you think of another film? Thank you very much. Oh, and can I be the tubby Jason Statham of the podcast? Otherwise, I'll tear your head off. Cheers, guys. Bye. Yes, you may. You've, you've got it. You've earned mm. it, I feel, with that threat. Um, ooh, that, I mean, yeah, Guardians Flash, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a good parallel, isn't it? Yes. Mm, what about, oh, whoa, I should have, we should screen these because then we'll know what to <laughs> they say. They will know what to say, exactly yeah. right. Um, I feel like Ninja Turtles has Batman 89 vibes, even though they came out a year later. That's probably just that's a coincidence. That's probably true, yeah. And that's uh-huh. mostly based on the comic. Ooh, what do you think's got like a Back to the Future Goonies ET kind of vibe? Stranger Things. Yeah, there we go. That's mm. one, isn't it? Yes, it sure is. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good, good, good one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think there's a lot of m- modern rom-coms that have reinvented rom-coms. Uh, what was the one that uh, had Keanu Reeves recently in? Always been my man. Yeah, that's kind of reinvents like mm-hmm. tired tropes, etc. Yes. Yeah, I'm bad at this. Now, you're the best at this, James. I thought Stardust, there is one. Stardust is very Princess Bride-esque. Isn't it though? Yeah. Yes. I think if there was anything that's close to touching on that, mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely the movie Stardust. Mm. And that'll do it. And it's hard to... It's hard to capture a feel. Isn't it, though? Yeah. 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 Mm. It, it, and especially something like The Princess Bride, where it's like, I, I imagine there is a lot. there are a lot of movie studios who are like, we, we want a new Princess Bride. Yeah, absolutely. But it's hard to just make that magic happen again, you know? Definitely. Yeah. There's a lot of things that, like, yeah, they try to be, like, Alien-esque or Terminator-esque mm. or Indiana Jones-esque. And I guess, like, The Mummy, we recently did yeah. those. And esque. then they're like, oh, but we spent all our budget on Bruce Willis. Yeah, so exactly. there's more, no more money for anything else. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, the movie Fortress is kind of like... Uh, the Great Escape. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> okay, terrific. There we go. Here's a couple of real emails, James. I love real emails. I mean, those were the realest emails we'll ever have, but, but these are actually written emails. Let's get some, let's have some real ones. Uh, this is from... Uh, this is from Kane. He says, Ghost of Tsushima as a series. Hi, James and Mesa. I hope you, uh, you and yours are all staying happy and healthy during these crazy times. Um, we do what we can. Yeah. This is my first time writing in, but I've been listening to the pod ever since moving to New York from Perth back in 2016. Forget about it. I know, right? Uh, lining up a video call with friends and family can be tricky to schedule. Uh, so being able to hear a couple of familiar Aussie accents, having a laugh while I'm cooking dinner or on the subway, very American. Mm. Eat fresh. Uh, has always helped if I'm ever feeling homesick, especially over the past year. So thank you. I listened to your chat with Mark and Naomi about video game adaptations on screen and thought a Ghost of Tsushima series could be amazing. Mm. Like James, I finished the game recently and was blown away by the art direction, combat mechanics, score, and storyline. And I think the three in-game acts would translate well into three seasons of TV. Yeah, I could definitely say that. Uh, there's also the opportunity for the cinematography to channel classic samurai films mm. as the game does through its Kurosawa mode. That would be cool. There's different... You can get like yeah, film like grain like and stuff. Seasons. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Ah, uh, you don't really use it because I think it kind of detracts from the. Uh... Yeah, right. There is a series called Age of Samurai: Battle for Japan, which is a mixture of like historical events and recreations and things on Netflix oh. at the moment, which I haven't checked out. But uh, yeah, sorry, go on, continue. 
Well, this says here, spoilers for anyone who hasn't played or finished the game, but I'm curious to know which ending you chose, which ending you think would work best for the show. Oh, okay, I'm going to spoil it. Uh, from memory, you get to, because you do all the Ghost of Tsushima stuff mm-hmm. and your uncle's like, you bring great dishonor to this island. You've been a real ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, I fucking, mean that in a bad way. Yeah, you're fucking says. around and I'm not having it. Mm-hmm. And so you have a duel and then in the end you like get to choose whether to kill him or not. Uh, I think I didn't. Wow, coward. But I'm going to go back and you're kill him. You're a real ghost of Tsushima. No, that's way, not what the ghost of Tsushima would do, Mason. Wow. You know, it's a great game. You should play it. Okay, I'll get on to it. Yeah, when are you going to get on it though? Ah, uh, not tomorrow. Well, you're busy. Soon. You're busy, aren't you? Yeah, I'm busy, yeah. Cool. He's making great content. I've got a, a tweet here if you'd like to hear Go it. Go on, please. The, oh, I haven't got the name here. What's, what's happened? Oh, I'm just going to read this out. Love the show. Loved it. Great tweet. Have been subscribed since 2015. Have you guys ever considered doing a Lord of the Rings for Caravan of Garbage? Much love from Vegas. Hashtag Weekly Planet. We definitely will when yes. the Lord of the Rings TV series comes we out. We will circle back around and we will do the extended oh, edition. I don't know if I've ever edition. seen it. Edition. I think. Edition. I, I think it's I, Ivan. I think I bought the DVDs once from like an op shop for like two bucks and I'm like, I'm definitely going to watch the extended versions of these and I just never got around to it. Now you can. Great. Terrific. Looking forward to it. Great. I think they're putting them back in cinemas at the moment. Uh-huh. And you can go and they're like, you can watch all 12 hours of Lord of the Rings. And I'm like... Never in a million years will I do that. They go forever. <laughs> I tried to do it in a day once. I nearly died. My brain nearly exploded. Uh, but they're good. Anyway, I'd also like to do movie commentaries for them, but those are more difficult than you'd think, and they go fucking forever, those movies. <laughs> do, yeah. Um, I think anyone who says we should do a movie commentary on those movies has never listened to one of our commentaries no. before. Because I think I would be aware that from time to time we do run out of steam a little bit. Yeah. Speaking of big sandwiches up this week, what's up? I can't remember. But something is up there. Probably a movie commentary where we yes. definitely don't run out of steam. And our WandaVision recaps go up there early as well, the, the audio components. Right. But, yeah, definitely. What else, Mason? James, this is an email from Lawrence. Hello, Lawrence. It says, I done a good thing. Me too. Hello, fellas. Hope you keep both keeping well. Yeah. Uh, since the ads have been going out on the pod for the Anthony Nolan donor campaign, I thought I'd try to help and I signed up. It wasn't too long before some swabs came in the post. I just had to give some samples from the inside of my mouth and free post them back to the guys at Anthony Nolan. It took no time. It was super easy. I'm now fully signed up to donate stem cells, and the guys at AN will be in touch if and when they find someone in need of my particular stem cells. Ah, sick. Just wanted to say thanks for highlighting the shortage of donors in my demographic. All the best from Lawrence. No problem. That's really cool. I hope something comes up. Lawrence, you might uh, also know, uh, he sent an email uh, in, I think, October of last year. Mm. he, uh, he tricked his friend into listening to the podcast by saying that I was a brown belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. You said you were a Joe Rogan fan or whatever, didn't you? Yeah, that's exactly right. Something like Which that. I am, obviously. I know, I know you're massive, Jay. Yeah, I'm a trained killer. Yes. Uh, anyway, terrific. That's really great. Yeah, no, great that's stuff. really good. We, we yeah. really appreciate that. We we only take ads if we believe in them or, you know. They and sp- then sometimes they play that and we go, oh, actually, we don't like that and we didn't know you were going to do it and then we get them removed. That's right. But, yeah, generally. Sometimes people ask me about YouTube. They're like, I don't like this ad. And I'm like, I don't control any of these this yeah. is completely they're either on or they're not uh-huh. like and that's how it yeah right that's how it goes yeah i got one here from marcus last one from me at least what's the quippiest mcu film feels like it'd be an <laughs> iron man but i'm thinking age of ultron uh he also uh tagged nando v movies and us and hashtag weekly planet pod age of ultron is very joss whedon quippy yeah his, his avengers movies are aren't yeah. they in general and i mean you know to its um credit yeah, to its credit or its detriment. Yes. Uh, you know, like there's a, the scene where they're all they're hanging out, they're having the party. I yeah. I think that's a good 
Yeah, there's some. It's a good sometimes scene. it does feel forced. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes someone falls on some boobs, but that's cinema. <laughs> it's very it? much cinema. Yeah. Yeah, I guess all of the Iron Man films are pretty quippy. Iron Man two is, no, three is pretty quippy. Yeah. Hmm. Guardians is fairly quippy. Thor got quippier. Yeah, Thor definitely did quippier. Yeah. The uh, the algorithm of uh, of ticket sales certainly did. instructed all the movies to become quippier, I think. Yeah. Ant-Man's a, a quip fest. Mm-hmm. But I would say, yeah, Age of Ultron would be, that. yeah, that would probably be the quippiest. Are the Ant-Man movies quip fest or is it just because just Paul gags. Rudd's in it? Mm. Yeah, maybe. Oh, but also we've got, we've got uh, you know. Michael Douglas. That's true. The quip the... master general. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yes. Know who you're going to say? I was going to say, you know, how we get the, the guy who does all the Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's, mm. that's quip sticking Pena, fast. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Any more or are we done? No, that's everything I think today. Then it's time for us to say goodbye. Arrivederci. And now we face the final curtain. Mm. But no, we did it our way. How many funerals have you been to with that song? Do you mean how many do I just go to and play the song through my phone? That's exactly what I'm saying. Uh, I don't think I've ever heard it at a funeral. I've heard it at least four to five times. Wow. Yeah. Is that because you just murder Rat Pack fans? I try to. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, uh, all right. Folks, uh, thank you so much for listening to the show. We very much appreciate it. We do. We bloody, we bloody we love, really do. We love We love it when people are out there and they, we know we're not just two lunatics in a room. It's That's good. That's right. Uh, also, I just want to quickly mention the Big Sandwich comic this week is Invincible. Uh, so yeah. leading up to the series, we talk about Robert Kirkman's Invincible, which is a great comic series. And, uh, yeah, if you're signed up, uh, it, it is there. Or if you want to sign up, it is there, plus the massive back catalogue. I know I've jumped in, but I thought I'll forget. No, I so understand. So I'll just do it right now. Get on to Invincible. It's a good series. It's a great series. Um, folks, uh, thank you for liking and subscribing and telling a friend or lying to tell a friend mm. or signing up to a stem cell donor. Yeah. Ship. Service. Sin. Sin. <laughs> uh, all leaving a nice review. James, you got one there? Got a couple here, Mason. Nice. This one's from Rex Quimpo who says, Comic-Con Hall H. That's a great name. Woo! <laughs> I agree. Uh, and this one's from Young Jack 92729 which might be his postcode. Uh, the great <laughs> intros, the greatest intro song in history has the greatest intro song in any form of any media that's ever uh, needed a song for introducing, and the content is good too, I guess. Nice. So there you go. Yeah, it really helps out the show if you're doing a review in iTunes or whatever your particular apo choice. Uh, that's exactly right. If you want to get a hold of us, uh, you can do. You can leave a review, or you can go to Weekly Planet Pod at Gmail, at Facebook, at Twitter, at Bandcamp. You yeah. can join the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates Facebook group if you want to have some nice, fun, civil discussions about all things pop culture. I agree. You can go to planetbroadcasting.com. You can sign up to the newsletter uh, to see uh, what's happening with all the podcasts on the Planet Broadcasting Network. Have a peek. That's right. Uh, the newsletter is from the great Rob Collings, mm. who also does the uh, WonderVision recap videos. He's at Raw Collings on Twitter. It's he's, literally killing him. He's at the Weekly Planet on Twitter. He's got to take a week off at some point. Yeah. Um, he will. He better. I'm at uh, Wikipedia Brown on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm Nick Maso, N-I-C-K-M-A-S-E-A-U. James, you're Mr. Sunday Movies everywhere. If you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies if you'd like to chuck in a buck. Yep. We've also got the uh, Amazon affiliate link in our episode description if you want to buy some stuff. If you're stuck at home, you just click through that link. That helps us out. You can also sign up to Big Sandwich. Dot co, as we said, it's nine US dollars a month. Every time a new episode of this goes up, an angel gets its wings. That's right, and uh, and and something goes up there also. That's right. So that's just a coincidence, though. Those that, things are unrelated. That's wild. I know. Um, we've got some t-shirts on tpublic.com. Uh, thank you, the boot, the brute, the boot, the boot. Uh, you call? Does your wife call you the boot? The old boot. The old boot. Yeah, call me an old boot. Uh, that's what I thought. <laughs> uh, thank you to the brute and the basilisk and rack and pro musical themes. That's the whole show. What do we do next week? 
Uh, maybe a WandaVision recap. Oh, yeah, that's right. Maybe a full recap. Maybe a full recap. Yeah, that's yeah, right. So that's very excitement, I think. Mm. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, very. Uh, if you have <laughs> suggestions, send them in. We'll, we're doing every topic, so we'll get to it. We're doing every topic ever, ever conceived of? Yep. Good, great. Exactly. Uh, yeah, no, thank you genuinely for listening. Um, we know things are not great in the world. That's right. Um, I unless think it, unless you're out there and you're like, no, things are great in the world. In which case, what's your secret? Yeah, what is? I think it's. Um, I think the boomers did this. I think that's why everything's <laughs> fucked. That's what I think's going on. Well, I say, any boomers listening, welcome. Yeah, I'm not saying all of them did it. <laughs> I'm saying a select few mm. really fucked us. You're talking about your parents. No, they're lovely people. Huh? They talking just... about my parents. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, oh yeah, Superman, the Donna, the, the Donna movies. I saw my parents today. Yeah, how are they? My, they're good. My parent, my uh, my my hair's quite big today. Yeah. And my dad said, uh, "You know, that reminds me of." And I said, "Who?" And he said, "Wolverine." And he said, "Wolverine," which I thought was quite, <laughs> quite, uh, quite charming. I like how he's trying to relate to you. Yeah, he's I, like, know, right? I know what you're into. I get it, Dad. That's good stuff. <laughs> Great stuff. Anyway, grab that gem, you guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, that's funny stuff. That's great stuff, Mason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that Hubert Jackman. He's Wolverine. Yeah, Hubert he's, Jackman. He's Wolverine. He's Wolverine. Yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.